This is Agents Influence Podcast. Let me talk about the positive things that we're focused on doing, and then I'll, I'll dispel the current uh, mythology that's out there. We are super flattered and super excited about the relationship with Google, and we're really look forward to bringing forth some innovation in 2019 using that relationship for the benefit of the independent agency channel. What's the mythology that's out there? The, the, you know, the first one is, of course, well, Google made this investment in order to get access to applied data or customer data. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Agents Influence Podcast, conversations with Jason Cass. And today we have a dandy. I tell you what, I am I'm super stoked for who we have. And, and I'm telling you, we're not going to waste any time. We're not going to do any of the normal intro because uh, this is a special guest and I want to get as much time as I can. Especially any, anything that read French. Oh, there it is. I said it. The CEO of applied insurance and I don't know the effect of the the full legal name but we just call it applied here in the insurance industry and I think the loyal listeners were really excited Reed welcome to the podcast buddy thank you Jason I'm happy to be here I know you are um there's a lot of exciting stuff going on out here in the industry I mean I I think in the last eight years it has moved faster than it probably has in the last probably 20. Would you would you agree with that? What what would you say about that, Reed? I think the industry is moving forward at a, pa- a faster clip than than probably in the past. You know, probably a couple reasons for that. Um, you know, one is is that you know insurance may have lived maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, in its own little world um, where we only compared ourselves against our competitors in the industry. So insurer A would compare itself against insurer B, you know, agent A would compare itself against agent B. But I think that the expectation of the insurer, the expectation of the customer really has been shaped with what's going on within general industry. And so I don't think insurance anymore is only compared against other insurance companies. I think people compare their insurance experience with their experience to, you know, go into a branch to open up a, you know, a checking account or do that transaction online. I think it's compared against ordering a product on Amazon and how easy that is. And so I think that's spurring a lot of investment and movement within the industry to to get better. And I think that's great for the industry. I think it's great for the customers of insurance. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why you're seeing things go faster. I emphatically agree. Emphatically agree. And I... There's just so many good areas of a lot of stuff. I believe that uh, I love the agency intelligence. I love artificial intelligence. I like to say agency intelligence because I think that's where we're going, Reed. But I think um, you guys have taken a great step in that. Recently, you guys have made a huge announcement that everybody is talking about. It's probably the biggest buzz in the last year to maybe couple years of your partnership um, in a simplest form with Google. Do you uh, care to talk about that? I imagine this is something you talk about a lot recently. Sure. So yes, we, we announced it at AppliedNet, our, uh, our global users conference just about a month ago, that we took on an investment 
uh, Capital G, and, and, and Capital G is the growth investment fund of, uh, of Google. Um, Google, you know, is, is owned by a, a, the corporate entity is Alphabet, and they have two uh, investment vehicles that they have. One's called Google Ventures. They invest in, in smaller startups. So, you know, think, you know, I, I don't know, uh, 50 million in revenue and less. And then they have Capital G, and, and that's their growth investment fund. And they invest in larger growth-oriented technology companies. And, and they, they set these things up for a couple of reasons. You know, the, the first reason is, is that they want to invest behind companies that they think can leverage Google technology in a, in a bigger and better way for the benefit of their industry. And so that's the first reason that, that they do it. Um, the second is, is that they intend to invest behind the leader in the market so that they can generate a financial return for their, uh, for their shareholders. And so to make that more real, I often, you know, some of the other companies that Capital G have invested in are Airbnb, uh, Lyft, SurveyMonkey, Stripe. And Lyft is a good example of, okay, so why would, why would Google, you know, and Capital G invest in Lyft? Well, they invest in Lyft for two reasons. One, they want to make sure Lyft utilizes the Google Maps, you know, technologies, the core mapping technology that Lyft uses. Then the second is, as most people know, they have this uh, Waymo initiative, which is a, um, you know, self-driving car. And I think as people look in the future for Lyft and for Uber, a lot of people think that, that you know, self-driving autonomous vehicles will ultimately be the future of those platforms. And so that's the reason for the, uh, you know, for the investment behind them. So look, we're, we are, we are super flattered and super um, excited about the relationship with Google. And we're really uh, look forward to bringing forth some innovation in 2019 using, uh, you know, using that relationship for the benefit of the, uh, the independent agency channel. You know, and so, so, so let me ask you this. So what is the relationship for? Is it strictly for investment or is there going to be some sharing? Are you guys interested in getting, these are just the talk out there. You guys are interested in getting access to some of their AI or voice technology so you can bring it into your system. All the scare tactics are out there is, oh no, they're doing it because Google wants to get access to our data and all that stuff like that. I know you've heard that, Reed. What do you, what do you think about that? So first, uh, let me talk about the, the positive things that we're focused on doing, and then I'll, I'll dispel the, the current uh, mythology that's out there that Great. you sometimes hear from our competitors. It, you know, so the, the, the positive stuff that we're focused on is, look, I mean, you know, Google, is, it has tremendous technology within their, within their four walls around artificial intelligence, around machine learning, around digital marketing. They're the foremost experts in, you know, in search technology. And frankly, I think that that is highly relevant to what we're doing at Applied and what we're trying to do for, for uh, you know, for agencies. I mean, you know, Google, I, I'm sure you know these stats, but I mean, Google represents 86% of the global search market. Mm -hmm. You know, their web browser, that's 62% of the global market. Android. Despite the fact that, that you know, Apple and iOS do very well in North America on a global basis, they're 82% of the mobile phone operating system market. So yep. they, they have reach in lots of different areas. So to make it real, so, so what, what do you do to make this partnership effective? To make it real, we um, actually earlier this week had 20 of our top engineers in New York 
at the machine learning boot camp that Google puts on for their internal employees. So these are for their own team members. And we sit side by side with them in this boot camp, leveraging certain Google open source technology around machine learning that we, you know, we look forward to putting that to use in, in, in 2019. So it, it's um it very much is a relationship where, look, we intend to leverage their expertise, their people, in some instances, their technology for the benefit of our customers and the independent agency channel. So that, that's the good stuff. Now, now, what are the what are the, what's the mythology that's out there? The, the, you know, the first one is, of course, well, Google made this investment in order to get access to applied data or customer data, you know, et cetera. And so let me first say our agreement with with capital G prevents any access to any any data. So anyone who says that is Boom. Either, either misinformed or, you know, is is happy to misinform to spread something that may help them in a sales cycle or whatever. So. That, that's sort of first thing. The other piece that people sometimes say is, hey, you know, is Google making this investment so that they, you know, can learn the insurance market and then, you know, try to disintermediate or take out the, the independent agencies? And, and, you know, what I would say to that is, so first off, you know, Capital G made a nine-figure investment. So it's not an inconsequential investment. I mean, you know, it's, right. it, it, it's a lot of money. Applied can only do well if independent agencies do well. I mean, we we are solely you know focused on that market, and we cannot possibly do well if independent agents don't do well. And so, you know, I actually think not only is this a this transaction a validation in the people of Applied, the technology of Applied, the market position of Applied, but I also think it's a validation of the independent agents of today. I think. Capital G and Google recognize that, hey, this market is continuing to do well. And if there's any area where I do think Google technology could be could be leveraged effectively, I mean, look, they're great at taking large amounts of data and simplifying it to help you make a better decision. So I mean, what I is agree. search, yep. right? I mean, that's what it is. I got the world's information. You type in eight words and I'll try to get to you to the place that has your answer on the first page, right? Right. So in insurance, both agents and insurers have a enormous amount of information they have to take in relative to underwriting to make the decision on the right product, the right policy, the right price to help with that particular issue. And so I just, I, I really do think that this relationship will pay dividends over time. Oh, I definitely think it will as well. And thank you very much. See, that's why we want to come right to you, Reed. You know, I'm I'm not one of those people that's going to sit out there in Wonderland and and say, well, maybe this or that. It's like let's go right to the source. And and I think, uh, well, I did. I talked to so and so, and they, you know, they're so and so. And I'm, you know, what I'm going to go talk to the the boss of so and so of all the so and so's. You know, we're just going to go ask him. And so I appreciate you being straightforward like that um, because that's what we wanted to know. I think it's a good thing anytime you can have a partner like that. And and as we know, they're invested in it. So they're going to want to give you any of their insight and stuff. And it's, and it's also on the other side, though, it's very comfortable to know that there's not going to be data sharing as far as customers' information, if, that, if I'm correct about that. Yeah, no, you're 100% correct. So that there, there's nothing there. And we... When we first started having discussions with with Capital G around th this investment and this transaction, we we thought through, you know, this would be an area that people would have concern, and so we were very clear, you know, th th that's an area that's off limits. And if you have interest 
you know, around that, then we don't have interest, you know, in, in the relationship. So it is all good for agents and brokers. And um, look, would you rather have a partner like Google or would you not? I think you'd rather have a partner like Google, right? If they're invested behind the channel, I think you'd rather have them on your side than either against you or sitting on the sidelines. So um, I think it's good. So Reed, one of the other things I want to talk about here is Ivan's insurance and your guys purchased them. What was that? Four or five, six years ago? Time goes by quick. Yeah, no, I think it was six years ago. Six years, six years. Okay. And and there was a lot of scare there, right? You know, and you disp- you guys, uh, I think, dispelled that in the fact of, oh my gosh, they're going to have access to all the data. Isn't that funny? We're going back to data again. They're going to have access to all the data and this and that. And and I have to say that it 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 is unusual that in that the applied would own Ivans and then they are all a management company. I can't say that there's no reason for there not to be those people who would be conspiracy theorists out there. I think it's it's not it's most of the time not not true. But I think you guys have taken the download process and and improved upon it. Uh, way better than it was before. I was just talking with an agent the other day who told me they're not doing commercial download because it's a scary thing. And I said, I said, why? And I was on the phone with them for like two and a half hours talking about like, no, you, you've got to try this and that. So there's still that, that dispelled myth, but it was awesome that we've come so far with Ivan's. Then just that one little thing is so much better out there. We have a long way to go, but it's so much better as looking back six years now. How's that been? I mean, was that the best buy? I mean, was that a good good partnership, good purchase, I should say? Yeah. No, I would say that the, um, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Jason, in terms of that the real, you know, our reason for purchasing Ivan's was we felt like connectivity between agency management systems as a class and, and carrier systems, the policy admin system just needed to be better for our industry to continue to progress. And, and Ivan's had begun to atrophy, honestly. It, it had sort of felt like it had, it had solved the personal lines problem and, and, and just wasn't really focused on, on continuing to progress. And I think one of the things when you're you know, on the larger end of the providers in your market, and when you you have an obligation to the industry to try to progress it, not many people could actually have made that purchase and invested behind it. And and we said, look, we got to step up here to be a leader and purchase it and advance it. And I think most people, you know, today, just as you said, and look back years and say, hey, look, six years ago, Ivan's was mainly a personal lines download, yeah, you know, system. Today. Today, we have commercial lines, we have claims, um, we have e-docs, which didn't even exist. So the ability to push a document from a policy admin system directly down into the proper client record of an agency management system. We have Ivan's market appetite. We have Ivan's rating for personal lines, you know, rating. And all of those investments have been for the benefit of not just applied agency management systems, but the whole market. And, and, and so, look, I'm actually quite proud of that because there were a lot of people that felt like, you know, we, we were not going to make a change there. We were not actually going to be able to progress it. I think the facts speak for themselves. We have progressed this for the benefit of the industry. And it's been a good thing for independent agents, regardless of which system they, they utilize. Yeah. And, and it's also some of the other things that you guys have done. You just didn't take Ivan's and just say, okay, let's make it better. You guys added to it. There's a, a first of all, you guys have a lot of a very good meetings where you bring everybody in the room and say, hey guys, what are the problems? Let's fix it. 
you guys have created, you know, the, uh, the Ivan's, um, oh goodness, I call it market finder, but that's not what it is. Is that what it's called? The it's market appetite. It's the market there appetite. it is. There it is. Uh, market app, uh, Ivan's market appetite. That, that thing is great. Uh, that is a very valuable tool. And how simple is that to say, Hey guys, we already have this data. How can we utilize it to benefit the independent insurance system? You know, with, I mean, looking at and analyzing and, and I, I think there's a lot of great things that Ivan's insurance is doing outside of just what we consider just quote unquote download. I couldn't agree more. And, and look, our, our vision for Ivan's really it's it's not hey we want to be the download provider for the United States you know we are that and we're the big leader in that but that's not our vision our vision ultimately is to enable better connectivity between agency management systems and policy admin systems so that business can be sold and serviced more effectively today than yesterday and and that that's what we're trying to do with that because we think ultimately that makes agencies more profitable, more effective for their customer base. And, and so th- that's, that's where we're going with that, with, with that uh, uh, solution set. Uh, I, I think it's fantastic. Talking about open APIs and it's API buzzword. That's just like the main word right now. And, and for the last two, three years here, it's just been buzzing hard. And there's a lot of, of thought of keeping things in-house versus things. It's kind of the Apple in my opinion, versus droid mentality of of keeping everything locked up, keeping it has to fit onto into it has to be in our ecosystem or or else. You know, it's almost I heard an agent say the other day that it's uh it seems to be it's this or that when it should really be this and that. And what is your guys' feeling as far as opening your system to allowing agents to be able to use the pro, the the email service that they want to use, or to be able to use the mobile app that they want to use, um, rather than yours, is that first of all, is that available? Is that, can can we do that if we wanted to do that? Read. Yeah, we we have a, a full toolkit associated with our our market leading agency management system called Epic yep. that enables you know either for us to do integration work. Um, or turn on integration endpoints uh, via an open API, or for uh, the customer themselves to do that. And so um, we've done integrations um, to, you know, either ourselves or our, our customers themselves that have done integrations to multiple multiple systems across the. I mean, just about everything. And so, I mean, we have one particular enterprise-oriented, so very large household name you know, agency that, that runs Epic, both in the United States and Canada. And they have literally 47 different integrations through the API set that, wow. that they have built um, that talk to different systems. And so my personal view on it, and, and for whatever reason, you know, I think, you know, sometimes people perceive because we do have a very broad suite of products, that therefore we're a closed system or we're a walled garden. And I just, I, to be honest with you, I just think that's unfair. I think the reality is if you went into our customer base, I mean, we have 13,000 indiv- individual independent agents that use our systems. We have connected to just about everything somewhere. And so, you know, look, if, if somebody wants to use a, a different sales automation tool than Epic sales automation, I, I think that's the customer's choice. That's not applied's choice. It's up to you. And if that's what you want, then we'll be happy to work with you to make that happen. 
And so anyway, I, I no, would no, just no. say you read your, 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 your right on. And I want you to know this is, and once again, I say this many times, but this is really good because this is what agents want to hear. And what they do is, is, Hey, the, here's what it is, Reed. There's a lot of these Facebook and LinkedIn groups out there, and they are so vital and so great for the independent insurance agent to be able to learn and collaborate. But just like anything good, it's got its bad side. And sometimes we can recycle poison inside of these groups, inside of these masterminds. And we don't necessarily know what we're talking about because we've been told that we talked to an agent who talked to his rep and this is what they said, right? And that's why it's so awesome when someone like yourself who's willing to step onto – Reed, I got to tell you, I talk to a lot of CEOs and, and they come on here. But I get a lot of CEOs that won't. And they, they don't want to come out and they don't want to get in front of it and say, hey, you know, what are the actual the, – the attitude you have, Reed, which I love is, is we really don't have anything to hide. It, ask me my questions because I think that we're doing the best job we can to provide a great product. And not everybody comes for across that way. So I, I, I really do appreciate the way that, that uh, you do. Yeah, well, look, our job, our job is just to be we, – we, we try really hard. We're not perfect at it. I assure you we make mistakes all the time. But we, we're trying to be a good partner to the independent agent. And, and so we, we – you know, our job is not to decide what their system stack is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that's up to the agency principal and their, and their leadership team as to what they want to do. And, and so we're here to support people in their, in their decision making. And so I personally believe that there will be more – the great thing, just to go back to where you started around the, the, the change in the industry is, is that – there will be more product offerings well-suited for independent agents over time, doing lots of different things. And they're not all going to come from applied systems. They'll come from other places. And our job is to make sure that we can work within that ecosystem to continue to provide value with what we do offer. And so, you know, I, I think that's what you'll see over the next five or 10 years. And by the way, that's great. That is great to provide that choice you know, to the independent, you know, agency market. I'm often asked like, one question that a lot of times people ask me is around insure tech is the, you know, what's our view on insure tech and that people try to position it as kind of like a, th- is that a threat? Is that a threat to apply? Is that a threat to the independent agency channel? And I, you know, my, my thesis on that is, you know what, I, I think that, you know, when I joined applied eight years ago, insure tech wasn't even a word. There was virtually no venture true, capital going True. And, and, and honestly, that's bad, right? I mean, that there there should be venture capital going into the space. There should be people trying to do new things. And what will happen with those new ventures is is one of three things: they will um, either grow and become you know a partner of of applied systems, or potentially an acquisition target for us as 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 we bring them into the company, like the Dynamis deal that we did recently around benefits. That's that's one option. Second option is they grow and they're successful and they're a great standalone vendor and they become a, a, a nice new provider in this space, which is not bad. Or three, they go out of business. And a large percentage of, of venture capital firms end up going out of business. But by the way, that's create that's the classic, you know, as they say, creative destruction. And and that's a good thing. And that helps the market to be vibrant and to continue to move forward. And so we're we're happy to have all the insure techs out there and you know, we hosted an InsureTech pavilion at AppliedNet where we had eight firms 
they were in there to to talk to applied agencies and learn more about what you know mm-hmm. what applied agencies are doing and where they can add value, et cetera. So okay. anyway, that, that, that's something we think is good. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So I what I did was inside of my... Uh, Inside my mastermind that uh, that we have, a very forward thinking agents. It's not a free thing. Um, I, I believe in sometimes you just you know you got to put the skin in the game, and I think that that really kind of resonates with people. And so one of the things that we have here that um, I, I put in there, hey, I'm going to be uh, interviewing Reed French, and I wanted to get some questions from them, and I pretty much they can summarize them all into some of the same questions. I want to ask you some of these questions. I think some of these questions you probably had before. One of the agents in there, he's got about 10 employees, and he said that he's looking at a management system right now. And he said that for his employees of about 10 employees, it was almost going to run him $40,000 annually. Now, I know those costs can sway very much, but he just said, I'd like the system, but it just doesn't justify when not that the system is is less. I know this guy, and I know what he's talking about when, I, when he asked this question. He said, not that their system is not as superior to everybody else's. But here's the outlook that I wanted you to look at, Reed, is that he wants to use his QuickBooks and integrate it. So the, having the full accounting part, that's not that important to him. And to having a lot of the the different features like the mobile app that you guys provide, he already has a great connection with the insurance mo- agency mobile app. He's got some of these other things and he's thinking, I'm kind of wanting their core and I can keep these other things or I have to get the epic system, which by the way, I read, I'm not saying it because you're on here. My loyal listeners know I say it all the time. It's the best system on the market. It truly hands down is the best system on the market. I'm not just saying that. But at the same time, what if you don't want all of that? Because it costs a lot for your system and for a, a city, an agency of five, 10 people, if it's somewhere around the neighborhood of thirty, forty thousand $40,000, that's a lot of money. What do you think? What would you be, what would you be your thoughts on that? You know, I would say that, you know, there, there's two schools of thought on on modules. And, and it's, it's funny, I, I get two different questions on this. You know, one question is is related to, you know, can I just buy the, the CRM component? Can I just buy the download component with claims and, and policy tracking, et cetera? The other version of the question is people don't want to buy a la carte across all these different modules per se, they view it as sort of nickel and diming and, and it's too complicated and they want one price for, for a single user. Gotcha. And, and I would say the majority of our user base, I will tell you, one of the things they do like about Applied is they know when they purchase Epic, you know, they get everything in Epic both today and tomorrow and the next day. For a single price per per user, 
you know, we always try to work with agencies around their budget. And, and I, you know, I encourage people that when they're, when they're, you know, thinking through this, you know, to, to be clear about what their budget is, et cetera, with, with their rep and, you know, as they, as they go through the process. The overall reality, though, I will tell you, just to take you to a little bit higher level on, on that, the nature of that question is I always use this because I think it's important to talk about over a very long period of time, what has technology done relative to the profitability of agencies? And so if you, if you look at the best practices survey, which Reagan Consulting's done for the big eye dating all the way back to 1993, what you would find is that a best practice agency, like the best of the best, the top 500, 700 agencies in the country, if you looked in 1993, they spent about 1% of revenue, 1% to 1.5% of revenue on technology, and their average profitability at the operating level was 10%. You flash forward to 19, I mean, to 2018. Um, so what is that? So that's seven plus eight. So 25 years later, 26, yeah, 26 years later, the average spend on technology increased from about, you know, 1%, 1.5% to about 2%. But the profitability of the best practices agencies went from 10% to 25%. And so their conclusion, their conclusion, this is not my conclusion, this is Reagan Consulting's conclusion, was that the, the advancements in technology and the greater investment in technology, so from 150 basis points to 200 basis points, 1.5% to 2%, that change led to a increase in profit from 10% to 25%. So sometimes people can get a little wow. wrapped around the axle on you know, hey, I'm going to spend, I'm going to go from $30,000 a year to $40,000 a year. That That's a lot of money. And don't get me wrong, that is a lot of money. But if you can increase your premium volume on that new system substantively without adding more people to your agency, that's going to be worth it, right? If you can, you know, so I just, I always get people, hey, look, you got to focus on all systems are not the same. Look at the system and make the best decision for your agency around you get the best value for the money in terms of driving productivity and increasing sales, increasing contacts, et cetera. Well, and here's the deal. The the agent who uh, actually um, said that uh, and, and asked that question, very great agent too. And, and, and I, I talked to him about the applied system. He was very impressed with it. The one thing that it was amazing though, or good thing to tell both sides of the story, let me say, there was an agent that came in and commented to that question and said, he said, I will agree. Sometimes it seems a little expensive. He says, but I will say moving from TAM to Epic, we really did pick up enough efficiency to not rehire someone once they left. Not sure if that's inefficient, how inefficient TAM was or the combination of TAM and our document management system, which is integrated into Epic or what. But he said it could probably make the argument that Epic is much, has made us much more efficient. And if we could get our people to, to start using um, the CSR24, he says it would make us even more efficient, just my two thoughts. So on the other side of that, there was, there was an agent who was you know, saying kind of essentially what you were saying there. Yeah, no, we, we find that. I mean, there, there are many, many examples where you can see you know, agencies that have CSR24, which is the client portal, is a great example of this, where 
you know, our client portal, not only can you, you know, pay your bill and get access to your insurance information, but you're, you can also train your, in a commercial lines example. So think trucking, you know, uh, think construction where you're issuing lots and lots of certs yep. that you can actually have the customer rather than calling the agency to get those certs via email or, or whatever. You train them to go onto the system, they log in and they produce the cert for themselves. And, you know, we literally have, um, I think we now have, it's either 25 or 30 different agencies that have had their customers process in total for that one agency over a million certs. So think about that. I mean, I don't know how long, I mean, most people say to, to go through the process to produce a cert for a client. You know, it can take, I mean, it can take a few minutes or it can take 20 minutes, right? True. So, I mean, do the math on that. A million transactions times 20, that's 20 million minutes, you know, divided. I mean, that's that's a lot of time saved that people could be focused on selling, marketing, better client service during a claim event. I mean, I mean, you know, producing a cert is, is not where the value add is for the agency, right? I mean, now, some of the some of the big time agents out there that that are even in my group who use Epic have told me, and it's one of the things right here. That this is this person's not griping. They just wanted me to tell you this. This guy's a great guy. He said CSR, in his opinion, it's moved at a snail's pace. He says we still can't do certain things like push messaging through this platform. And he feels as if it, that it's evolving. It's not evolving as fast as sometimes maybe other Epic products are. Is there any validity to that? Is that something that you guys still find in the focus? Yeah, I will say that I, I'm surprised by that. I mean, it, it, to, to be honest, I mean, CSR 24 has had such a feature explosion, honestly, over the last three years. I mean, so client bill pay for agency bills, right, using either a credit card or EFT2. We announced at AppliedNet we, for direct bill. We now have a bridging transaction with, with three insurers. People can pay their bill. If it comes from Travelers, Westfield, uh, or the Hartford. You can basically, you can go to CSR 24, log in, and, and basically the agent can present the bill pay functionality versus directing people to, you know, off to the, uh, the insurer. You know, the support chat uh, vehicle. We, I think we have five, six different support chat uh, vendors that we integrate with where you can have a, a chat experience via CSR 24 instead of, you know, email or people picking up the phone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just, you know, that, that area actually has really, really um, okay. uh, expanded, you know, for us. It's a core feature. We did four releases of CSR 24 last year uh, that we put in the market. Now I will say this, it's a highly configured platform and the agency does the configurations so as we make those features available, the agency does need to decide to actively turn on those capabilities. So that may be something people need to know, you know, hey, you know, read the release notes, talk to your, you know, your support rep and your your sales rep, and they can make you aware of all the great things that are in each release and, um, you know, and then get them out there to clients. Because I will say, I think that is a a good client portal is so great for an agency because it allows them to be, it creates a stickiness, right? To that customer, right? If you train them to use a client portal, your client portal branded under your name, then you're going to ultimately, you know, have a, have a customer 
that's not going to want to leave for an agency that doesn't have that same functionality available. Once you train them on paying their bill online, accessing their, their certs online, getting access to their policy documentation online, once you do that, you're going to have a customer for life. Okay. Now, just a couple more questions. I do appreciate it. Uh, let me, this is one thing. I thought this was really cool, this agent asked this. He said that he'd like to see uh, the entire client journey um, and provide analytics on this journey. And so I thought that was interesting from like maybe from the very beginning to the very end. I think they're wanting to break down their clients a little bit more and where they're at in the, in the journey and provide analytics to it from the beginning to end. Does that, does that sound something familiar? Yeah. No, I think uh, I would say that is a very good idea. And I think that folks should stay tuned on that front. Oh, Okay, that's fantastic. I like that. Dangling the carrot there a little bit, Reed. Well, I tell you, I think I think that helping agencies to uh, better manage the process from prospect to customer to insured to rounding them out is we can all do better on that. Let me say it that way. It's vital. It's data. I, I, it's, I think it's data around how well you're doing and are you better this month than last month or not. Yeah, that's right. And dissecting your book and everything. Okay. And then um, one of the things here that I'm really surprised uh, about, it seems like that the two, now you, now you tell me if I'm wrong, seems like the two heavy hitters when it comes to rating out there are the Easy Links Raider and the PL Raider. I call it PL Raider that by, done by that other company, Vertifor. I'm trying to leave them as fast as I can, Reed. And so that that other company out there called Vertifor. Now, uh, you guys you guys purchased SimCat, am I right? We did. We did. We we purchased SimCat a couple of years ago, and we've been hard at work at which we announced at AppliedNet a um, a entirely new platform for uh, for personal lines rating inside of Epic. Wow! Uh, called Epic Quotes. And it's a fully embedded experience within within the Epic platform, and um, we are really really excited about it. it. It you know it launched you know just this month, so it's brand new in the marketplace. I think for folks that haven't seen it, they they really should take a look at it. You know and see the experience provides a greater degree of integration that I think what people have experienced before with with uh, comparative raters. It makes the process of once you've actually quoted and sold that business, the beginning steps within an agency management system being much, much easier. And so we're really, really excited about that and, and look forward to the reaction of it in the marketplace. Fantastic. That, that's, what, that's what I wanted to know. That's great. So, Reed, um, let me ask you a couple questions here. Well, one, I'll ask you this question. Um, well, I'm done with the agent questions. I kind of want to know um, a couple more things. Applied now in the future. We, I mean, you know, have you guys, are you guys thinking of your Epic 2.0? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, what, what are you guys doing back there in the, where you guys are sitting around with, uh, you know, in a room developing, like, where are we going to the future? Can you give us a glimpse and some thoughts? You know, so I would say that we still have just such a, a, a rich product roadmap ahead for, you know, for Epic, for CSR24, for the C, the, the free sister app to CSR24 called Mobile Insured. So it's your own app and, you know, in the store, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and with Ivan's, we very much look forward to executing upon that, that product roadmap. 
And so, you know, some areas that I think are highly interesting to us, um, we do believe that agents of the of the future in both the U in the North American market will want to both rate, quote, and bind within their agency management system. And I think that we, as I, I know you know, Jason, we, we operate in the U.S. and Canada, but we also operate in the U.K. and the Republic of Ireland. And in both of those markets, the, the agency management system is, is, is really the point of sale device. I mean, that is where you rate, quote, and bind wow. for both personal lines and small market commercial lines. And we have that technology in Epic because Epic is now in the United Kingdom. And we're excited to, to see where that takes us in the U.S. and Canada. And so I, I just think that wow. that will be transformative for agencies. That is an area that we're, we have a great degree of focus on, and, and we look forward to seeing where, where that comes. Wow, that's good stuff, Reed. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so wrapping that up, I appreciate it. You've asked, answered a lot of questions. I've taken a lot of your time, and you don't understand how grateful I am for it, but I think that you've dispelled a lot of myths. But here's the one thing everybody wants to know, because we know for a fact that leaders are readers, right? And you're a CEO, so you're a leader. We know you're a reader. Reed, tell us what you're reading right now. So I, uh, there's a book by Lynn Olson, uh, and I'm a, big I'm a big lover of history. And Lynn Olson wrote a book called Citizens of London. And it's about the Americans that were in the United Kingdom during World War II at the beginning before the U.S. got involved. And it, it's just a great story about how the U.S. came to World War II. Um, obviously, with it, it tried very hard to stay out of World War II for a long, long period of time. But frankly, for the good of the world, needed to get involved. And I will tell you, Given all of the difficulties in our current political climate and, and what have you, it, it is a bit of a nostalgic read. So I, I do recommend it to folks that have interest in it. Lynn Olson, Citizens of London. Wow. Well, you know what, Reed, I do appreciate your time for you coming on. Is there anything you want to wrap up? Uh, anything you want to say as we wrap up here? I just appreciate you doing this, Jason. I think, look, agencies... Uh, Podcasts are great. They help folks to learn about things and, you know, while they're doing exercises or while they're doing their commute or whatever it may be. And so I just, I appreciate you doing it for the good of the industry and, and thanks for your coverage of, uh, of Applied. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. And I appreciate you leading a, a quality organization. Um, like I said, uh, you you guys definitely are the future, and uh, and you guys you guys have proven yourself over longevity. Um, I got a buddy out there, Boyd McGee. Uh, he's a new applied guy. He just went live. I think ah, time goes quick. It was either Monday or last Monday. And you know, he's uh, Boyd with Talladega Insurance Agency. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah for sure, I know Boyd. Yeah, yeah. good, good man. I have a very good man. He's my one of my very close buddies. And he looked for six years for a management system. Six years he did his studies. And he pulled the trigger. And I'll never forget the day he, he called me. He said, gas applied to my office. I don't know what to do. I said, well, just talk to him. And uh, and and then I, I'll never forget when he said, Cass, I'm going with applied. And he was all excited. I mean, he lit us all up, me and Ryan Handley and him and a bunch of us are all in a Facebook uh, group. So he, he feels as if he made the right choice. And I think his staff does as well. And so uh, kudos to him. And I'm glad you guys were able to make him happy. And in the meantime, though, Reed, I don't want to take any more of your time. Thanks for coming on. All right, Jason, take care. Have a good evening.
This has been Agents Influence Podcast, Conversations with Jason Cass. Uh, today, our guest was uh, Reed French, a CEO of Applied, he, where he dispelled a lot of the myths and the rumors and told us actually what's really going on in the industry and what's going on with Applied and how they're helping the industry be the best that they possibly can. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. Thank you. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.